episode 75. If I had a penny for every episode we've done, I could buy most of a candy bar. My name's Arthur. And my name's Donovan. And we're in this. It's episode 75 of your favorite comedy relationship advice podcast. Radio Free Tote Bag is a show about relationships. That's three whole quarters, folks. We're fucking episode wealthy at this point. Mm. With that many quarters, uh, you go to one of those those little candy, uh, what do you call them, vending machines, little turn-to-knob things mm-hmm. at the front of a Target. Uh, and you could be a really cool guy like I was in high school. Um, got a little anecdote for you if you're... If you're uh, you know, easily offended or, or don't want to be shamed on your high school experience, maybe skip ahead about 60 seconds. But uh, my buddies and I were real fucking sick in high school. We went to the Target, and we threw in 75 cents, and we got one of those, like, fist-sized gumballs. Nice. And we all stood in front of the Target and popped them in our mouths and uh, chewed them in front of there. And, uh, yeah, that was, the, that was the peak of high school. That was the <laughs> most important influential Whoa! uh night of my life god thank you thank you can you i, I need lessons on how to be that cool <laughs> yeah and then like four supermodels went up and they're like damn you guys are chewing a lot of gum you want to go you want to you want to be uh you want to go out you want to be my my gf bf situation <laughs> true story this was actually yeah. uh i got a fairly recent uh vending machine uh for a quarter story. This actually happened within the last like two or three years. I want to say my folks needed something from the mall. And I was like, sure, I'll go to the mall with you. And I had a bunch of quarters for some reason. Can't remember why, but I went to one of the vending machines that sold little rubber bouncy balls for a quarter. And I bought as many as I could like as many, you know, one for each quarter that I had. And then I took them and I threw them over the railing, the mall, like to the to the ground floor and just watched the chaos. It was excellent. I thought mall security would escort me out for sure. Uh, but <laughs> nobody really noticed. It's because it's because malls are dying. Brick and mortar retail is dying, folks. But Arthur's keeping them alive with with fucking bouncing ass balls. Popping all over the place, dude. Can't get that on Amazon, can you? No, you can't get the experience of uh, befud- of befuddling like a 60-year-old man sitting on a bench. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what else you can't get on Amazon either, Arthur. Uh, advice for uh, uh, dating a virgin. <laughs> you can only get that here. And you will have it very soon because uh, it go like this. How do I tell a virgin... We cannot date. I am a 29F who went on a date with a 28M the other night. We matched on Tinder and he seemed cute and nice. A little background on me. I'm a total heathen. I'm a generally nice person, but I do enjoy sex, witchy stuff, and generally anything gory and weird. I also model. And much of it is pretty sexy, but not like private Snapchat slash porn stuff. I'm very bisexual and open to poly relationships as well. I would love a committed relationship, but sex is a component of that. Anyways, I go on a date with this guy, and he invites me to his place. We were making out, and he grabbed my ass, grinding on me. And then he asks if I want to go up to his bed, so I say, yes. Before I know it, I'm half naked, and he is too. That's when he tells me he's a virgin and waiting for marriage for religious reasons. We talk about it for a little, and I decide to make out some more. I shit you not. This guy touched my tits without my bra and came 
in five seconds. <laughs> After that, we cuddled, and I went home. Now he wants to go on more dates. Can't imagine why. But honestly, I'm totally wrong for a Christian virgin. I am a heathen. Could you guys help me form the proper way uh, to say that I don't think we are a good fit? Posted by Truthom. I mean, the upside to this is, you know, sometimes you get the questions about, like, how do I make my partner come? How do I get excited and all that? <laughs> um, with this dude, the answer is just take your shirt off and you're good. It's true. Just let him let him poke your nipple and he's all fucking set, dude. That's kind of convenient. But she's going to want more out of this than just having her, her boobs caressed. So, oh, damn it. Yeah, yeah it's consider hard. That part. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Hard thing. I was taught that women just, you know, if you touch, if you touch their uh, their titty, everything's good. That's the whole. <laughs> that's not right. I'm reminded of when I was when I was uh, quite young. Uh, I went to a campground with this girl, and we were making out or whatever, and she took her shirt off, and I like she was kind of laying on top of me, and I like made a point to maneuver my hand like uncomfortably between us so that I could touch a boob for the first time, right? And like I'm grabbing the boob, and she goes, "Why would you think that would feel good for me?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like I, don't know, I was trying to touch a boob. Fuck. Just take totally taken aback at that concept. I was like, "What? This isn't <laughs> this isn't an entirely male centric sexual experience." <laughs> it's also it's also just kind of. Uh, it's strange to like feel that that's something you want, but like that's about the extent of the thought there. It's yeah. like, I'm not really sure why I want to touch this boob, but yep. I, but I really do. But I certainly and then, do. And then once you, once you get there, you got no fucking idea, you know, why you're there in the first place, <laughs> what the purpose of all this was. And you just leave it there and it gets all sweaty. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Well, I, I was gonna, I, I was gonna make a little point about me being religious, and I was younger, and then uh, was introduced to a sexual relationship, and then I was like, oh, okay, that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> uh, maybe that could happen. It's uh, true. But the fact that you're kind of, you're already on, you know, hey, let's form the proper way to say that I don't think we're a good fit. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's kind of the right move too. You're, you're in your late twenties. You're pretty established as people, as far as your belief system, I assume. I don't think that's going to be, you know, switched over by by a relationship. And uh even beyond a religion, I just feel like values between you guys, like you're saying, are going to be are going to be pretty different. Mm-hmm. Uh it's, I don't know the proper way to say that. I think you could just come out honestly about it and be like, "Hey, you know, you're a good guy, like, you know, I like spending time with you, uh but I think like in terms of values, we're just we're very different and I don't I don't think that's going to work out as a relationship." That's all you got to do. Yeah. And then you offer him a Ouija board and you say, unless you can contact the spirit realm and find uh, a spirit to enter you and grant you the sexual fortitude to actually pleasure me and not just jizz in your fucking, <laughs> in your tidy whities after touching my boob. And like, uh. yeah, just convert them to, uh, to like a, a Wicca style uh, pagan religion. And uh, get all the sex you want out of this boy. And then uh, drain him of his blood and leave him in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> That's the real answer. That's the real fucking answer here. <laughs> yeah, he gets a tit touch, you get a blood meal. <laughs> That's good know, virgin Christian white dude blood, too. That's good. That's good know, shit. It's, That's that pure uncut shit. Maybe you like, <laughs> maybe you like, uh, you give him the chance to like, 
leave it all behind and have you be the reason he abandoned this. You know what I mean? Like, give him a chance. Just give him a shot. Like, listen, this is your, this is the helicopter out of all that if you want it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe a little more detail. Like, how into this guy are you? Like, did you talk about any of this? I mean, you know he's Christian. I assume you've talked about, you know, your your sexual experience and and witchy stuff and and all of that. If this dude's like kind of mildly religious, maybe, but again, what he's, he's 28. I don't know if you're still a fucking Christian virgin when you're 28, I'm pretty sure you're, you're pretty set on that. It's true. That is true though. He did touch a boob and I think that's, uh, that's kind of pushing it, right? I feel like he's testing it. He touched a boob. (laughs) That's true, dude. A single tear rolls down Jesus' face when that happens. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I I think you you uh, extend the rope ladder from the helicopter, and you like wave him up. And if he doesn't take it, you bounce. If he does take it, then we can see what happens. Ah, there, there you go. That's just going to depend on his his degree of uh, of uh, Christitude. How committed he is Jesus. to Christ. Jesusity. Yeah. <laughs> I like Jesusity a lot. <laughs> let, let, let's be betting people here. You got you, you got to be with me here. I don't think I, I don't think it's likely that this dude is like low key. But maybe could be. Could be. Maybe um, maybe it's the story you tell your grandkids. <laughs> yeah. I was a God-fearing Christian until I touched a titty. <laughs> Fuck you, Jesus. I'm out of here. You were going to say something? All right. Uh, what I was saying, I was just running through the comments real quick, seeing if there is anything about, like, the... Oh, here we go. Uh, here we go. It's Gold mine. Uh, OP Trutham says, LMA. Oh, update. He's a Mormon. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh, there you go. Yep. There you go. <laughs> this is a Jim Gaffigan I- joke I'm going to steal, but they're like Shiite Christians. <laughs> I never heard that. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. He, uh, How did that not come up? How did you go on a date with a Mormon dude? You never brought up the Mormonism. Yeah. You figured he would have probably pulled out a copy of it and tried to like bring you down to the hall or whatever. Yeah, you would have maybe, you know, paid attention and noticed his suit and name tag he had the whole time. <laughs> Evidently not. We had we had some very nice Mormons in the neighborhood come and help me and my dad shovel our driveway in the winter, and that was kind of cool. Yeah, we used to have them come around. My extended family, uh, very extended, like my dad's parents and cousins and all that, they're, they're pretty Mormony. So my dad always had, you know, let them in. We were... We were younger, talk to him, but be yeah. like, "Hey, we're not, we're not into this." They were always nice, but it's it's a spooky nice. It I is. Wanna, I don't want to get in this too much in case we isolate our our Mormon listener base. <laughs> Mormons <laughs> who want to learn about ass eating can come to yeah. Radio Free Tote Bag. God, fucking convert, dude. <laughs> convert. You feel me? That's that's yeah. fucking deep seated. You're 28. You're Mormon. Fundamentally. Uh, your views are not going to agree here. On the other hand, you had your titty touched by an elder, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, there we go. All right, chalk that up to the uh, Strange Experiences board and uh, 
There you go. Throw that in a takeaway bag and, and head on home. <laughs> hey, Donovan. Speaking of taking. Yeah, what's next? <laughs> this is a horrible transition because uh, <laughs> my boyfriend said we need to take our relationship simple. All right, then. My boyfriend, a 24M of six years, told me, 25F, that we need to take our relationship simple? Not even sure what that means. And he just said, not complicated. I'm at the point of wanting to get married. This seems like the opposite. I told him to me, that sounds like he wants to break up or at least take a break. But he says that isn't true. I'm really hurt and confused and don't know how to take this. What does take a relationship simple mean? TLDR, you, there was five sentences, you get the idea. What's up? What's up with taking the relationship simple? And that was posted by Fear the Bad Wolf. Oh man. Like it's I have this weird sense that take the relationship simple means exactly the opposite and that he wants to fuck other people. Oof. That's what I that's what I'm thinking cuz like wouldn't it just be simpler if you could have sex with whoever you wanted? Wouldn't that be simpler? <laughs> I don't think that would be simpler. No, that's this the, does this. this yeah. does seem to allude to uh, to to something something outside of just your regular, you know, kind of monogamous relationship yeah. here. Something catastrophic. I think it is leaning towards. Like this seems yeah, the, this seems bad. I, I agree. The, particularly the the not complicated. Also, you've been together for six years, and like that's how you articulate this to your partner is not complicated. <laughs> it's, I mean, relationships get complicated after six years. Yeah, they, they they fucking are in general. Like, okay, like let's just go back to uh, you know ignoring all plans for the future. Um, you know, ignoring each other's feelings. Forget everything we know about each other. We're just gonna go get a drink. I'm gonna tell you about my pog collection. <laughs> Very simple. Yeah. Yeah, man, I oh, simplicity like it, it, I it feels like this is some sort of fundamental restructuring of the relationship that this guy wants, but you don't have any fucking details. He just said you got to you got to dig. You got to dig for the details. Yeah, man, like I w- you got to push him. I will say going into the comments, OP does slightly elaborate. Um somebody asks wants the relationship to slow down after six years have you been talking about marriage to him at all recently says cinderella and uh yes op says uh yes we have talked about getting married and he has said he wants to finish college although now he has a job in his field and says he wants to get settled into it uh they they follow up asking about you know how he feels about like these milestones you're going through maybe he's getting anxious about that and op says uh you think i should just give him time and not be worried about it. I've just never heard take the relationship simple, so I wasn't sure what that means. One other uh, one other comment here. I know this is a lot in a row. We gotta we gotta piece together what little details we have. Mm-hmm. Somebody asks to uh, get an understanding of this. Op says uh, I've I've tried getting him to explain what he means more, and he just says no BS. I've tried looking up what a simple relationship means and only found something on Urban Dictionary, which wasn't great. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, boy. Yeah. 
I go to that Bible of uh, relationships, Urban Dictionary. The telltale clacking of the keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) Means we're headed over. Simple relationship, Urban Dictionary. I know you spoke Spanish. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Simple relationship, top definition, people who fuck together. Bing, bingo. You may Maybe not, not I repeat, may not have a date with this person. As soon as you use the word date, hell will freeze over. This is for girls you are too embarrassed to take on dates, but secretly wish to bang over and over again. Hanging out is optional. Is basically friends with benefits minus the friends part. Prostitute, booty call are basically the same, although the prostitute part minus getting paid for it. It's a secret relationship, says HBIC number one. Woof. Yeah, I would say that's not great. I mean, I hope this that's not what this dude's alluding to. I this, really hope not. When we first read it, this sounded as like some English as a second language sort of thing, or like a typo. But she keeps, you know, stressing this is exactly what it was. Take our relationship simple. And I don't, besides that, there, there's nothing else that's standing out to me uh, as being like off. I've never, I've never heard this term because like what what Particularly is the take our relationship simple that, well, that doesn't make sense this i think sentence. i think the simplest possible relationship one could have is with a stranger you know <laughs> so it's like taking you like it feels like it's like a removal of intimacy like i don't know what this person means i still don't know what this person means after digging through the comments this is just no he he elaborates and says no no bs this is reminding <laughs> me this is reminding me of a time that my dad texted, asked him if I wanted to come over for dinner. And I said, what are we having for dinner? And he said, meat. <laughs> and I said, what kind of meat? And he said, thin sliced. <laughs> <laughs> like you were elaborating, but it is making it more fucking confusing <laughs> rather than clarifying anything. Here. Your dad sounds like a badass. He's... He's a fucking great one. He listens to the show sometimes. Shouts out to Bruce. What up, Bruce? Any, anyways, I I don't think there's a, I, particularly the fact that he's just he's not elaborating on this at all. You've been together for six fucking years, and it, this seems like something substantial. If you know he's bringing it up as this thing that needs to happen, and he's not elaborating at all, that's really, that's a big old fucking red flag here. It's spooky. And as the one, it is it is spooky. And as the one commenter was pointing out, you know, if you were been asking about marriage and stuff and you mentioned it in in your post here, I I feel like that's probably what this is, is you're getting up to this milestone um, and he's getting cold feet and he's not sure about things. And so he's trying to be like, oh, you know, slow it down, um, which, you know, is understandable. But like if you're in that place, you got to fucking communicate that to your partner. You can't just make up this term, take our relationship simple. And like assume they're gonna be like, oh yeah, totally. Let's let's take it simple. <laughs> Got it. They're also he's he's twenty four. You've been dating for six years. You started dating when you're eighteen. Yep. I I mean I feel like this is a very understandable feeling. All of his communication issues aside, but like you start dating with somebody when you're eighteen, you're fucking early twenties, and then marriage is coming up. I can understand being wigged out by yep. that, but just obviously his way of going about talking to you about that this is literally nonsense this is actual nonsense here's what you do 
You approach him and you say, you know, I've been thinking about what you said about taking our relationship simple, and I think that we should take our relationship complicated. <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean by that? And you go, I don't know, just ramp up the difficulty. <laughs> we start referring to each other as code names. We have a cipher that uh, changes yep. on an hourly basis. Um no longer text. You only uh, you send each other's puzzles, and each puzzle you complete unlocks one letter of the text. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, a Mitch Hedberg bit where he's like, uh, "You ever see something?" And they're like, three easy payments of twenty four ninety five. What if it was two easy payments and one really fucking complicated payment? <laughs> the final payment must be made in wampum. <laughs> Uh, rest in peace R.I.P. to a real one yeah we get the the general idea here I I feel like we've zeroed in on this is weird fucking communication it's a big old red flag if this is coming you know around this point where you're considering being married and all those things and again like it would be it would be understandable if he was like hey I feel like we're getting to a point where you're interested in marriage I'm just not ready for that yet but like i love you and i want to keep you know seeing each other i'm just not ready yet you know that's that's one thing i don't think that's an inappropriate feeling to express but again take our relationship simple i don't know man what if i came to you and i of that yeah what if i came to you and was like i think we should take our podcast simple (laughs) we have a menu of 200 words we cannot use anything else (laughs) every episode is one minute Right, like that. Just the the phrasing is fucking complicated. Yeah, you made this thing you're trying to communicate. I mean, you literally simplified it, but you've made it infinitely more complicated because you didn't say anything about how you were feeling, anything about what your worries were. You're just defaulting to this, you know, apparently common phrase, except for that it's fucking not, as far as I know. (laughs) You gotta you gotta push your boyfriend on this. You got to get to the bottom of what the fuck is going on here. And if, if he, if he can't fucking articulate anything about this, like that is super concerning Yeah, and makes me think that maybe he's stewing with anxiety or something about the potential of ending it and not knowing how to end a relationship. Cause maybe I mean, this has probably been his only very long-term relationship given your ages. Yep. I, I, I feel like he's just getting kind of burned out here, you know, or he's just afraid of the next step. So, yeah. Drill down to it. If you cannot fucking articulate what is going on with him, this this shit might be over. And he just doesn't know how to express that. Yep. Sad to say. Yeah, dude. That was me taking my answer simple. <laughs> okay. Okay. Guess. Okay. Here's what I got going on, Donovan. <laughs> I'm having trouble finding a girl's age. Not me personally, it's the fucking question asker. I don't want to distance myself from this somewhat. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Hi, Dr. Nick. (laughs) I know how weird this is going to sound, but that's why I'm here. I, 22M, enrolled in a creative writing class uh, a couple months ago. Class age varies a lot from 12-year-old children to elderly people. On the very first day of class, people introduced themselves, but to be perfectly honest, I wasn't paying very much attention. I started a friendship with a girl there. She is very short and young-looking. 
but in her conversation, she seems to be very mature. Searching my memory really hard, I remembered she her saying that she was 21 in her introduction, but I might be misremembering it. She never mentioned school or college or anything, but she said she works as an English tutor for some kids in her neighborhood. She's very smart and funny, and I feel the sparkle of a crush growing on me. The thing is, I don't know her age. I can't tell by her physical appearance, and I don't have any interest in developing a crush on someone younger than 18, because that's kind of gross, says the poster. Which Good call. I'm glad. Yeah. Good, good call. Glad we're all on well the same done. page there. Uh, <laughs> the subject of her age never comes up. I can't really find any clues on her social media, and I feel like asking her bluntly would be very awkward, especially because she's very shy, and so am I for that matter. Do you guys have any advice or how to ask how old she is without sounding creepy? TLDR starting to develop interest on someone that I don't know the age. Want to know how old she is? Posted by Zarbas22. Let's see. Um, uh, hey, if you take your age and divide it in half and add one, that's your that's your magic number. Okay. Foolproof, dude. Then she tells you you just multiply it or you subtract one, multiply it by two. And then you know. Mine's 16, which is probably how old she is. <laughs> yeah, man. I, before, I don't know, getting, getting into how to ask about this, which, I mean, at the very, this isn't even a good on you, but more thank you for not being a fucking, you know, creep. Yeah. Uh, and, and being concerned about this. Um, I, I don't know. The fact that you're asking that, I don't think you would be ac- asking this if you didn't have an inkling that, that she's like way younger than you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But then, I don't know, man. Then again, some people, some people look, you know, younger than they are. Uh, I don't know. She's, she said she's working as an English tutor. Is that, that doesn't That's, seem like something people do when they're in high school. That absolutely seems like the kind of thing somebody does when they're in high school to me. Really? I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that gives us any answers. I think you gotta I think you gotta um you know, ask her out to just lunch. Not a dinner, nothing like, you know, too deep. Just say, hey, you wanna get some Wendy's or whatever? And then while you're sitting at the table and you know, you got the food and you're you know, you open the salt packet, you put the salt on your french fries, just look and go, How fucking old are you? <laughs> just like that exactly like that it'll startle her and she'll be like 17 uh, and you'll be like okay let me drive you home this is actually giving me the idea that I think is what I would go with in this kind of situation is to ask her out for a drink and then if she says nice. oh I don't you know I'm not 21 be like oh, oh okay, how old are you there you fucking see this is why this is why you're the king <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah i love it but just 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 something like that think of, think of some kind of standard thing you know that i think that the, the uh drinking age is is a big and easy one there but i don't know something else to date a person maybe like oh like did you go to college at all um you know, maybe where did you go to high school? Like, oh, when did you graduate? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few. There's a few. Because I mean, I'd normally just be like, "Hey, fucking ask this directly." But but I do get that it's kind of a kind of a weird thing to ask. She's gonna say. But I'm just saying, like, 
I'm just saying you want to fucking you want to know this shit, obviously, because yeah. you don't want to be investing more time into this person. Um, you know, if if they're younger than 18, for one, because it's a waste of time there. Uh, and two, because I think if you if you're even just kind of flirting and shit with like a 16 year old, that's pretty fucking creepy. Yeah, that's gnar. Yep. She's going to look at you and say class of 2021 and you're going to be like, no. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's underage. I'm thinking she's underage. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, too. The, f- the fact that you're kind of uncertain here. Because shit comes up. You know, if you're fucking talking to somebody, you know, if you're if you're over fucking at least 21, I assume, like, oh, what did you do last weekend? You know, oh, I went to some bars or some shit. Or things come up that date a person. Yeah. You know, are you live in an apartment with, like, some friends or are you still living at home? You know what I mean? Not, all of these things can kind of can kind of add up. Yeah, you can make a case. So, yeah the 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 fact that the fact that you're you're wondering this and there's no clarification. And again, why why does it go down to twelve year olds? What is happening? Well, twelve year olds and old people. It's like uh, like libraries do this kind of thing, where they'll have like a uh, yeah, just okay. any, anybody uh, can come and enroll in the creative writing class. I was picturing this as like some kind of college course. Huh. All right. It's a thing. Ask you to go get a drink. Do do that fucking maneuver. Yeah. That's or, a hell of a move. Uh, or you can do like Visvaya says in the comments. Ask how old she was on September 11th. If she wasn't born, she's under 18. Or ask her yeah. she graduated from college. Those are good answers. Yeah, dude, that's my that's my favorite uh, flirting move with women is be like, <laughs> so uh, so where were you on nine eleven? <laughs> uh, I feel that I feel an urge. I feel an urge to tell a joke. I'm gonna tell a joke. Hey, Donald, All right, hit us. What's knock up? knock? Uh, who's there? Nine eleven. Nine eleven. Who? You said you'd never forget. No! <laughs> <I> fucking <laughs> that shit. God just tried to strike hey, me dead what? just now. To to be fair, uh, while we're recording this, it's September tenth. Nine eleven is tomorrow. Op. There's mm-hmm. a reason to fucking bring it up. That's tomorrow. right. You have like perfectly lucked into this timing. Tomorrow is nine eleven. You can you know break those those feelings out on uh, on what you were doing. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, you can. It's our September 11th special. Arthur, where were you on 9-11? Well, I was in middle school. Uh, I remember one of my biggest memories from that day is that the computer class, the computer lab teacher, uh, was very adamant about not having the news on. Every other class I was in, like, they were just watching the news, sitting their mouth and going, fuck. Fuck. But uh, the computer class was like, this is just like any other day. We're going to do our lessons as we normally do. Keep calm and carry on. That was his whole thing. R.I.P. Mr. Calvert from Kings. R.I.P. Did he die in 9-11? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, he did. No. (laughs) No, it was like years later he'd retired and passed away. He was actually kind of a bastard. He choked on a Skittle that same day in class. Yep. On the the five-year anniversary. Put him on the memorial. (laughs) I was in fourth grade. I was in Arkansas. 
It's a very, I kind of remember it. I remember we talked about it in class as a Catholic school. So we talked about like evil and shit. Wow. And, uh, I remember in a coming week, some little fucking lion shit said that his, his uncle saw the plane hit mm. and, uh, like hit the Pentagon. He was like walking right next to the Pentagon. And I was like, I don't believe that. Never got any clarification, but I, I definitely don't believe that Jacob, whatever the fuck your last name was, you lion piece of shit, stolen valor. <laughs> Did you uh, go to school with I'm fighting for time? Did you go to school with Steve Ranazizi from the league? He he lied about some shit on nine eleven. Uh missing this reference. Maybe it's based on this fucking little shithead I knew. Yeah, it seems right. Seems right to me. All right. Well, happy nine eleven, folks. It's said happy patriot day as it is known uh, from the bush administration oh dear god patriot okay day. 9-11 special is over that's a better outro and uh <laughs> we'll segue from uh this plane wreck into this next plane wreck <laughs> oh no does being too nice really affect your ability to date someone <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, Dr. Nick. I have had this concern slash idea that me, M25, being too nice affects how I get treated by other girls who I am pursuing for a relationship. I grew up with a strong concept of being a gentleman, being chivalrous. I treat women with respect. I ask questions when implementing a conversation. Oh, my God. I try to ask open-ended questions to keep the conversation going. I'm usually the first to text and ask about their day, Mm -hmm. and it seems like I just bore them, or they don't like me because of the way that I am. I always thought that girls were into that, but apparently not. Has anyone experienced this type of situation? And how did you turn it around? Did you just stop being like that and turned into an asshole? Seems many of the women I talked to ended up dating the assholes. Any advice is appreciated. I have only had two serious relationships in my entire life, and everyone keeps telling me the right one will come, blah, 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 and that I'm worth a lot because men like me know how to properly treat and respect women. I guess I'm kind of growing desperate that it just hasn't worked out for me. Any any advice is appreciated. This posted by Thundercloud three oh three. Oh my god. Go over go to fucking our red pill chudlet. Like, oh my god. Dudes join, like this just fucking they bum me out so bad. Cause you're going to the fucking you're going to the dumbest possible explanation for why women don't want to date you. And the main, number one reason is you're like a gray mass of uninteresting. You're just like, if uninteresting was a physical object, it would be you. You would have it. You just don't, like, uh, you've you've nothing to offer. You're not appealing. Like, this is just what I'm reading here, is that this guy doesn't have anything to offer to uh, anybody. Like, I, what, is this, what is this guy going to have, have for somebody? He makes no uh, reference to himself in this. and ta- It's like he takes no responsibility for, for being attractive in any way. You know, I text first. Cool. (laughs) 
Arthur, he asks open-ended questions. That's fucking hard to find. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he did read How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, <laughs> But, man, I don't... Oh, God, this is just... This is too everywhere. This is... Like, so many dudes have this fucking mentality. Um, You know, I always say you gotta be the one before you find the one. That's the thing that I say often, because it's some advice that was imparted to me. Uh... This, I, it just feels like this dude is not the one. He doesn't have the things that you need, including a, a, like a sense of your own flaws, which is important. Bingo. Or your own interests or anything fucking resembling a personality. Because is, it is such a trope. This is the fucking nice guy. Why won't women date me is actually like this misogynist piece of shit. Yeah. But it's particularly frustrating because instead of examining... Oh, okay. Like, what is it about me? Well, I'm nice. So it must be, oh, and everybody else is shitty, evidently. Yep. Uh, whatever reason you have for that. So it must be that those people are bad and I am good. So therefore, all women only like bad people. Right. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just trying to be nice, like a chivalry dead. It's like you have wrapped this stupid fucking narrative up to put the blame of you, you know, not finding a, a relationship and a partner and you're just dropping that onto everybody else. It's, yeah. it's fucking, it's cowardly bullshit, dude. The second you use gentlemen and chivalrous within three words of each other, you are fucked. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> you're done. You're done here. Uh, right. Jesus. Right though. Cause you've, that is such a fucking trope for this shit. They have like this little, it's like an old, you know, fucking 1900s, uh, like, it's like, oh, people open doors and shit, and, like, that's what you jump to? Do you know? It fucking, I don't think nice people, I don't think, like, truly decent, caring people typically, you know, lay out, oh, I can't have a relationship, but, like, I'm so nice, and here's the, do you know what I mean? I don't think normal fucking actually good people do that. I think right. this is delusion. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's just, This can really be some fucking dark shit for a human. Uh. Ah, God. Ugh. Ugh. I can't even organize my thoughts right now. I'm so fucking... I'm so fucking... (laughs) Ugh. We've been confronted... This is one of the the things that we're fucking trying to fix with the show, I think. I think this is something that we're... We want to eliminate as a mindset in people. That, like, you know, women are not machines into which you insert kindness coins until sex falls out. (laughs) Ah, bingo. And it's unfortunately that it's such a common trope. I feel like it reinforces itself. It ties in with, uh, you know, kind of the younger people getting into conservatism, like, because the way things used to be were better. You know, it's not about the fact that, like you said, you're a boring fucking gray mass who, you know, claiming you're a nice is your only personality trait. Right. Um, but that, but that's fucking frustrating, especially that he phrases it as too nice. Yep. Like the fact that he is... Asking open-ended questions and quote-unquote being a gentleman, like, oh, that's too much. You got to scale that back, dude. A- ask some closed-ended questions, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a comment here that I think uh, is treating him a lot nicer than we have been, <laughs> but I think it, I think is relevant. Posted by Vanilla X twenty eighteen, she says, "Woman here, we all like nice guys." The problem is that some guys think they are nice by agreeing to whatever always, never taking charge. That is so completely different. It is not nice that I always have to decide for us what we are doing and where we are eating. Never contradicting me in any way is not nice. It's spineless. I'm not talking about fighting, but having a different opinion 
and you can defend it even if it doesn't match mine. No one likes a yes man. Niceness is caring for other people, wanting to know about their day, doing little gestures for them. And I think I think that last part is key. Niceness is genuinely caring for the other person and not uh, using, like, gaming somebody by, like, see, I make the first move. I, uh, I answer open-ended questions. Shouldn't this be working out for me? Like, bingo, it's it's not a fucking currency that you, you know, you, you've got this much of and therefore you can get a relationship. And I feel like so many people go down this path because I feel like a lot of dudes who are like this are maybe very anxious or lack self-confidence. And so instead of figuring out they need to work on that, you know, you see fucking people on the red pill and other shitty Reddit forums and online who have the much simpler less ego threatening answer that's like, oh no, you're just too nice and women are, you know, they're garbage. They only they only like the jerks. Yeah. It's such a more easily digestible thing and requires no action on your part. You just get to be self righteous and angry. Uh but yeah, that makes that makes you fucking garbage. It makes you fucking garbage to do that. Yep. I, I sympathize with the the lack of uh self esteem and you know being alone can be tough. Like I sympathize with that. Yep. Uh, but why why would the way to fix that be like the easier fucking path here that it's everybody else's problem it's it's like most other fucking things you need to be putting the effort in and as as we always say yeah figure your own shit out first why would somebody want to be with somebody who again no qualities named you know you don't have any interests you're bringing to the table yeah uh and and like and like vanilla x is is saying here it, it isn't even about like, oh, you got to be like always, you know, being aggressive and like, oh, you got to like control every move, but, but fucking contribute. You can't just be kind yes. of passively being there. It's, yes. It's, nobody wants to be around that. It's boring as fuck. You have to have something to contribute. Like uh, I, I there was a time in high school where I was kind of falling into this mindset somewhat like, uh, like man, fuck girls. All they want to do is date these like jock dicks who like have social status in a car and they don't want to like hang out with me who plays (laughs) just plays D and D on the weekends with my friends and comes home from school and plays fucking uh, counter strike for seven hours before I go to, you know what I mean? Like, like I just like, I didn't have any, I wasn't really bringing anything to the table at that point. And these other dudes were, so the girls were going for them. You just got, yeah, bring, bring something, have something to offer to the situation, bring something for me. Uh, I'm funny. I was funny a little bit. I'll make you laugh sometimes. That's my whole, that's my whole game. That's why fucking, uh, this whole app dating thing isn't working out for me. I am not a particularly photogenic person, but you give me 15 minutes to talk to somebody, I guarantee you'll get a phone number. That's how that shit works for me. <laughs> there we go. There we fucking go. Come into, come into it with that fucking attitude. Be fucking self-confident. But not in the way that you're fucking superior to these, you know, everybody else somehow. Right. Just be like, I know these things about myself. I'm put together. Yeah. You know, I recognize the values in myself, and so I do value myself. And and then somebody else, you know, will will want to be part of that. There is. They, they can't be the thing that's going to add the value. Yeah. There. Is, it's really funny that this is a thing that has stuck with me for this long. But there is an axe body products commercial like hair and like body wash and whatever for fucking axe <laughs> you know the popular body spray where they I were forgot about axe yeah a. where they were like um what is it like who needs the car when you got the nose and it's a dude getting ready to go out on a date and he's got like a big fucking nose and it's like who needs the nose when you got the 
you know, the sideburns or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> it's to do with big sideburns. Like, find the thing that makes you you and makes you attractive because everyone's got some. Well, I don't know about everybody, but <laughs> most everybody's got something about them that's attractive to other people. Find the thing that does that accentuate it. Bingo. Fuck it, bingo. And then, uh, yeah, then bathe in Axe body spray. Yes. Um, that's that's a big tip. Yeah, everybody, women love a dude who smells like a, uh, a middle school locker room. <laughs> you can write what? that down. You can, you can have that one from me. <laughs> Let's see. What are some names? Find somebody that smells like Phoenix. <laughs> oh, this fucking names, dude. Oh. Fresco. What a, what, what, a, what a fucking just bizarre thing that was, how common that was. Oh, my God. Like, it was yeah, everywhere. Just these, these cans, these cans of scent. It's not even fucking cologne or anything. It's like it, just people fucking soaking themselves down. I fucking mm-hmm. did that a few times, man. Yep, me too, what a baby. Weird, what a weird fucking... I don't know. That's That speaks back to this, too. I mean, this dude's fucking 25. I think you should know better by this point. But if you've been yeah, like hopefully. this, you know, maybe you just haven't figured it out for so for so fucking long. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like it, it, it's easy just to be like, oh, what do I have to do to get a relationship and spend all this time? I'd say this, this, and this. When again, though, like it, it, you gotta you gotta have your own shit figured out before that. <laughs> you know what women really love? Waking up to a text message from a near stranger. You know, like as soon as you meet somebody, don't don't start with the good morning. To, like it feels also like this dude's coming on too strong. By the way, he's talking about stuff. He's like, uh, e, uh, I don't, I'm just grossed out reading it again. Nah, Sam, you're just being you met this dude. Now you have a barrage of generic interview questions all the time. Ugh. What the what the fuck is that shit? Ugh. God damn it. So put put some fucking work in. You know, don't go be going to stupid pickup artist forums. Go to something like go to male fashion advice on Reddit. Try to learn how to, you know, get a style that you're into and that, that you feel. Again, it's not about, you know, trying to corral fucking women. Uh, but find something like that that makes you confident in your physical appearance. Go to the gym and help yourself feel more confident like that, too. And uh, find some interests and, in, like, fucking get into some shit and care about that shit. And if you find somebody else who cares about that, there you fucking go. That's where like a meaningful connection can be made. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and bookmark male fashion advice because who oh boy <laughs> could, <laughs> could could use that. And I'll give you one free tip right now. You run it down to hot topic, you pick yourself up a trilby, brother. <laughs> You'd be good to go. This dude's tipping him, I tell you. He's certainly tipping. Ah, oh, Jesus. All right. Guess what? Figure figure your shit out. What's Guess- up? What's next? This person needs advice on how to break up with their cousin. <laughs> wow. They do need it. Wow. They need we this had advice. The first plane, we had the first plane wreck of a question, and this is the second one. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> there were still of them. Maybe we'll get to the third one. It'll go down in Pennsylvania. Breaking up with my cousin. Uh, we both fell in love with each other without thinking about the future consequences. We are second cousins with an Eastern background, Chinese. In our culture, cousin marriage is looked down upon, and both our families will be made fun of. I spoke to my father today. He said he will not say no to our relationship, 
but will also not say yes to our relationship. However, he wanted me to know that her father is the only closest family he has. If things don't go well between her and I, that relationship my father has with her father will be done. Our families will fall apart. I was raised in America. She was raised in China. She has a bachelor in English and a master's in language studies. If she moves to the U.S. with me, her credentials are not that important, and finding a job will be pretty hard. I am not sure if she would enjoy living in the U.S., as she told uh, me she's loving living in China. I do not want to move to China because I will not be able to make enough money to support the family. I planned uh, to come to college in the U.S. and find a job in the U.S. I don't want to drag this further than it has to be. I want to break up with her, but I still have some feelings for her. But if I do break up with her, I feel like she would do something bad to herself. She is already stressed with work. Based on the situation, what should I do? I understand it's a mess to understand. However, my mind is a mess right now. My deepest apologies. I really need help with this. And that was posted by Starving Foodie. Oh, boy. Let's start by consulting what a second cousin yeah, is, just so a, we're all on the same page. What is a second cousin? Okay. Get this up here. A second cousin... Let's see. Is the grandchild of a grandparent's sibling the grandnephew or grandniece of a grandparent? So it's your grandpa's brother's kid's kid. So you have you got the same great grandparent. Right? Yes. Yeah, you got the same great grandparent. Okay. Hmm. It's it, it's it's weird. It's it's definitely weird. Is what? I mean, yeah. how did you guys how did you guys even meet? You know, if your families are close and shit, I assume you met through your families. That's oh that's yeah really yeah that's yeah really weird. If you have the potential to meet this so through a family reunion, probably don't do it. Probably shouldn't do it. No, no, and. uh I mean, I, I I don't I don't fucking know how any of this works, but like you, you know, you can't you can't be having children with your relatives. There's all sort of bad shit that that happens from from that with uh, a DNA similarity or something along those lines. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but you get the general idea. Like that's a fucking practical concern there. And then completely outside of the cousin shit there. Um. Well, she's in China. You're in the fucking states. Neither you wants to move to the other place. Okay, that's a big fucking red flag. And uh, you know, you want to break up with her, but you still have you still have some feelings for it. Like what? What outcome? There's no. There's no way that this works. Like on, on just the regular surface, and then with the cousin shit in here, like there is fundamentally no fucking way that this works. So you gotta, yeah, you hundred percent gotta fucking end this. And the, the the thing that worries me though is like that I feel she would do something bad to herself. She's already stressed with work. I, like that's that's another fucking layer of of chaos here. Um, but it's but it's also like I, I don't mean to be like cold with this, but like that's not your that's not your fucking problem. It's you know? yeah yeah. I was gonna say that absolutely. You can't um, be. What are you gonna marry your fucking cousin? Like so so she doesn't you know, harm herself or something. That's, that's fucking insanity, dude. That's not, that's, uh, uh, yeah. Take that to its logical conclusion. 
You got to marry your cousin so that they don't fucking off themselves. That's, yeah. And I, I think a lot of times people are a lot tougher than you give them credit for sometimes. So oh, definitely. Yeah. So you, uh, you make it clear that shit ain't going to work because you don't want to move to China. She don't want to move uh, to the, to the States. That's another big part and, of this. And your grandparents are siblings. <laughs> yep. Also that. <laughs> I did I did just a little bit of research on second cousin inbreeding and I found uh, an article on the tech.org uh with uh with a little question here it says I am married to my second cousin meaning that his mother or meaning that my mother and his father are first cousins are there any high chances for disability if we have kids an answer back in 2015 says most likely not in most sec- in most cases second cousins are far enough apart there's only a little increased risk. So, like, right. yeah, you could have, you know, some mental disorders in somebody uh, with that degree of inbreeding. But uh, I, I don't even think that's really the issue here. It's the fact that you both want different things out of your lives. She wants to keep living in China. You want to keep living in the States. Uh, she's got, like, an English degree, which I feel like is probably more valuable over in China. <laughs> True. And, and I, I mean, fucking still, uh, just the, the family aspect of this and this making it you know weird for your parents, because I mean, ultimately, your parents are actually pretty fucking close together when it comes down to it. Uh, you know, they're they're cousins. And I don't know, I'm just picturing like I had a kid and then my he was trying to date my cousin's kid. I'd be like, that's that's fucking weird. Yeah. I'd be on board with that. Yeah. Why you know you what? To, why yeah. do you have to go for this? If you go all the way back to where the siblings were and then work backwards, it doesn't feel as bad. But then you think about uh, your your kid and your cousin's kid getting together. You're going to be like, no, no, exactly. Yeah. So I just it, it, there's just there's there's no there's no fucking reason to be doing this. Also, Arthur, what's worse? You uh, you date somebody at your workplace and, you know, you break up and you have to keep seeing them. <laughs> Or, you know, you date your cousin and you have to keep seeing him at the family reunions. What do you think? Well, I have, for the most part, dipped out of family reunions. I don't fucking go to them shits no more. <laughs> but uh, you got to keep going to work. So. Uh, True. I don't know. I think I think coworker can. I think there's. Hmm. I was going to say I think there's more potential for awkwardness with coworkers. But then they fucking go in. It's your fucking second cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, yeah, the awkwardness is kind of set in stone there. Oof. Yeah, it's just like, okay, hey, don't do either. <laughs> How's that sound? Yeah. So, all right. I f- fucking end it. Stress everyone, too. You're in different fucking places. The the fucking cousin aspect. Be like, this is, this is no bueno. I can't do this. You know, if you're really trying to save her, well... I was going to say, be like, we're in separate places, but then what if she's like, oh, okay, like, I'll, I'll move over, you know, or you come move out here so we can be closer together, we can make it work out. You just, you just fucking, fucking cut this. And, uh, you know, you got, you got, you got common family. It's not like she's going to be out by herself somewhere and is completely cut off. And like Arthur said, what, she's stressed with work. She's probably tougher than you're giving her credit for. And she's got to realize too. This is this is pretty weird. Yeah, you got to tell her this is buhao, which is a little a little translation. It's not good. 
<laughs> ah, nice, nice. Yeah, you gotta you gotta make it clear. Can't continue. Right. For future questions, RFTB does not condone cousin dating. Okay. Glad we settled that. <laughs> That's on a lot of people's minds. I know a lot of people were racking their brains, pouring through old episodes to to figure out our stance. But there it is, folks. No cousins. No cousins. Don't do it. Hey, Dono. What's poppin'? What's next? What's his next question? All right, here it is. Can a relationship work when there are no butterflies? Me, 29 female. Him, 30 male. We've been seeing each other since February, together officially since June. In the past, I've been involved in relationships where I've been completely emotionally swept up and enchanted and ignored the signs that things weren't quite right because of the way I was feeling. Ultimately, these relationships ended in me being broken up with because they were never quite right to begin with. Now I'm in a relationship where the signs are all strong and healthy and positive. And emotionally, I really love what we have and love so much about him but I'm not feeling the same intense level of enchantment. This made me think it's not right, and I've been ready to leave several times, but now I'm thinking that maybe I should for once go with a relationship that's actually solid, with someone who really cares for me and wants to be with me, and place less importance on those Disney-style butterflies that everyone talks about, and that I've had before. I don't even know how important they are anymore. I've communicated what I'm going through to him throughout the span of the last week, and we are now at the point where I need to make a decision today. He's not waiting around any longer. What are your experiences sticking with and fighting for a relationship that you know is strong and healthy, but doesn't give you the butterflies? TLDR, what are your experiences sticking by and fighting for a relationship that you know is strong, healthy, and happy, but doesn't give you those famous butterflies? And that was posted by Antilic. I think it's just two eyes and teach, anti itch. And, and teach. God, my vision's bad. All right, what do we think? Oof, man, I haven't been able to fucking pull it off. Uh, I've been in a couple relationships with people that didn't, like, you know, activate the butterfly switch. And uh, I ended up getting bored and breaking up with them. That's how it worked out for me. Uh, but then again, a lot of the people that I've had the butterflies for were horrifyingly bad for me and was not <laughs> a great idea. Uh, I had a friend say to me one time, she's like, you got to date around and you got to actually, you know, you got to try some things out because like dating is not as exciting as being in love, but it can ultimately lead to something that's going to work out a lot better for you in the long run. Bingo. I've I've had similar experiences too. I feel like the relationships I've been most caught up with tend to be like the most unstable. And there's kind of like this that element of like ah trying to make it work and all that to add some excitement to it. Yeah, but that might not actually be a good thing when it comes down to it. And I, yeah. I think I don't know. We're both like this. I feel like a lot of people uh, can be like this. At the same time, though, you know, I, I would say kind of focus on, like, be rational about this. They're, they're doing the right things. But at the same time, there definitely is a thing. And sometimes it's not there. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of narrowing down where that is. Also, 
you know, if it doesn't have that initial intense excitement that a more chaotic relationship does, which it seems like, you know, things weren't quite right with a lot of people. It seems like you've been there. Um, maybe you just got to give it more time and let it kind of work up. It's, you know, the, the thing, uh, the, the chaos and excitement are there at the beginning. So the feelings seem less intense by comparison, but again, maybe that's just by comparison and maybe yeah. spending more time with this person, you, you develop more of like, I don't know, a stable and, and actual love there rather than, you know, a romantic infatuation that you've, you kind of been having before. Yeah. If I don't feel horrifyingly insecure every minute of every day, how do I know I'm in love? <laughs> fucking right? Yeah. Ah, it's it's so fucking unhealthy how that happens. It's, yeah, it's fucked up. And, uh, you know, hey, break the cycle. You know, try it out. Give it a real shot. See what happens. Get bored. Break up with them. Find a biker with a lot of really scary tattoos. <laughs> Ride on his bike for a while. <laughs> Lay the bike down, break your spine, meet a cute nurse in the fucking ICU. <laughs> you know, you know, who knows where life's journey takes us. Take notes on that because uh, they, they need to follow that exactly. I think that's the answer. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I would I, I'd stick to this pretty strongly. You kind of have to have that spark. But if you're identifying yourself that in the past that spark has led to more, uh, unstable and bad situations you know sometimes your fucking emotions can come from conditioning like that and you do need to actively make an effort uh to get past that like unhealthy conditioning that you're in um so give it give it a shot like arthur's saying if you're fucking a year into this and you're still not feeling shit okay it's not right um but if if things are there on paper you know you, you like this guy he is good for you as arthur said give it a shot yeah. What what bad is going to come of this? Uh, I am re- I am reminded of a thing that uh, my home like big homie Zizek said uh, about there is a dating website that's uh, I will try to do his voice. He said, "Fall in love without default." Um, the idea being that you can meet someone on this website and not have the kind of catastrophic changes to your routine that falling in love often uh, is associated with and that this like maybe there's maybe there's something to be said for only going for the people that really light you up at the start and that relationships don't have to be these little stable units that uh you know only do good things in your life you know you can get you can get a lot out of getting your heart broken you can get a lot out of some real fucking chaos in your life too so ah fuck it's hard to say uh i maybe it depends on where you are in your life like if you're in the middle of trying to like say you're trying to like wrap a a master's program you maybe don't want somebody who's gonna fucking like come in and you know take all your time and energy and you know you can't you don't have anything mentally for something else uh, but if you're kind of just, you know, like, uh, yeah, I've been working this job for a few years and, you know, I'm doing okay. Uh, someone comes along, really rocks the boat. Maybe that's a good thing. So I don't know. It's, I, I, I think it's up to the individual and up to their situation. And I, I, and I think there's, there's a point of balance you're fine. You got to find here too. Sure. Sure. Cause I'm, I'm kind of being like, Oh, Hey, you know, go, give this a try. Uh, but, but I know I've been in this situation that just, if the feelings can't get there, 
like mentally, I'm not just going to be able to carry myself through this. Um, on the other hand, if you've, all of your relationships have been like these chaotic situations and like that's, that butterflies feeling is what you've identified as like love and, and falling in love. You could take kind of an experimental stance here that like, okay, all of your experience has been with that. Take a swing to the complete opposite end of the spectrum and see what that's like. And then maybe, you know, seeing what you get out of that versus the other one could help you figure out like where your values and essentials are for a relationship and then maybe help you, you know, help you find whatever that balance is in the future. Yeah. This is really this is a hard one. This is a hard one. It's some it's some difficult uh mathematics you gotta do. You gotta do some you gotta do some trigonometry for the like angle of descent into uh madness that you uh <laughs> like I think probably the most healthy relationship I've had in my adult life was college girlfriend. And when we met we didn't sleep for three days and like we barely ate <laughs> and like you know, like Yeah, that's not healthy, but like I think it, you know, the butterflies were there, but I, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. A lot of people in the comments are saying that they didn't have the butterflies when they met their partner, but they're coming up on 10 years and they couldn't imagine life without them. Uh, so I, I don't know. I can't say for sure. Can't say for everybody's sure. different. Find, find that balance or, uh, go for this guy. Just get yourself a big pint glass full of caterpillars Slug that shit down. You what? Kill the butterflies in like what ah, a week or two. Ah, 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 fuck you. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself. Uh, comedy legend Donovan <laughs> here, right here. Oh, man. Oh fuck. All right. Our intro song is the song "Hanging On" by the band <laughs> Nowhere. You can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. Our outro music is a song, Stephanie, by the Hayfellows. You can find it at Instagram.com slash the Hayfellows. Look them up on Spotify, the Hayfellows. Also look up uh, Sweet Max. He's the uh, vocalist from into that group. He's been doing a lot of solo shit recently. It's pretty rad. He's on Spotify, too. Check him out. Sweet Max. Hell yeah. Uh, man. <laughs> Fucking mug of caterpillars. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, I'm upset. Okay, I love our listeners who go to their podcatcher of choice and leave us a review. That's what I love. Uh, it helps us get listed. Uh, I would love it if one day I open up my uh, Apple Podcasts app and I look in the relationship section and look at that. It's my fucking cartoon receding hairline. It's right there on the front page. I would love that. Oh, yes. I will buy every listener a beer if that happens. Yeah, man, that would be fu- that would be fucking excellent. Uh, it is an avocation sincerely to be wished, or however Shakespeare put it. Uh, I, yeah, boof, this show, I love the show, and I love our listeners, and I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah. You can figure out how to leave a six star review. Arthur will stick a sharpie in his pooper. We gotta bring that Arthur. We gotta bring that offer back. Doesn't take much to get me to put a Sharpie in the pooper. <laughs> <laughs>